Hey there, Jen here, and this is a happy bit. I'm going to pull back the curtain today and take you inside the Rite family kitchen. Now it's a chaotic place with eight people <laughs> running around in there, and it's not that big, but I'm going to tell you some of the things we eat. So we'll jump into that in a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor. I've loved RX bars ever since I did my first Whole30 a few years ago. They're clean, they're healthy, they're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, no artificial colors or preservatives or flavors or fillers or anything bad for you. And they're perfect for pre-workout, post-workout, breakfast on the go, having a snack at the office or to keep in your car. So the adult bars come in 14 delicious flavors, including peanut butter, peanut butter chocolate, chocolate sea salt, blueberry, mixed berry, and coconut chocolate. But did you know RX Bars also has a kids line as well? Your kids need the same high quality, clean, nutritious protein source as we do. And I love keeping some RX Bars in my van as well as in my entry closet so I can give them to my kids when we're on the go and I want them to have a healthy protein option. My kids love the chocolate chip RX Bars and so do I. Well, RX Bar is offering you, the listener of Vibrant Happy Women, an exclusive pack of six adult bars and four kid bars, so the whole family is able to enjoy. You can get 25% off your first order by going to rxbar.com forward slash happy women and entering the promo code happy women at checkout. Again, go to rxbar.com forward slash happy women and enter code happy women at checkout to get 25% off your order. You're going to love RX Bars. So the Rite Aid family kitchen, what are the Rite Aids eating? You know, you may not be interested, but I'm always interested in what other people are eating and doing in their kitchens because it gives me ideas. So I'm going to dive into some of our eating experiences. Now, I want to preface it by saying we're not stellar eaters. We try. I can admit that one of our big successes is that all of our girls love salad. So we've done one thing right, but amidst all of that right, we have a lot of wrong, we have too much sugar, and I'm just gonna keep it real for you today. So let's talk about the past. In the past, when I was a full-on stay-at-home mom, I did a lot more cooking and baking. I loved making cookies because back then, good mom equals baking cookies. Good mom equals baking banana bread. Good mom equals way too much sugar. <laughs> I don't buy into that theory anymore. But in the past, I even made homemade bread, sometimes as much as six to 12 loaves at a time. So we bought this industrial strength bread kneader, and I would buy all kinds of gluten and yeast, and we would grind our own whole wheat flour and make this bread. <laughs> it was intense. It was delicious. I'm pretty sure it was healthier. There were no um, weird ingredients, like I'm told some breads today have an ingredient that is found in yoga mats. I don't know. So anyway, I made the homemade bread. And I baked a lot and my belly kind of matched up with how I was eating. Well, anyway, it was fun. No judgment on baking. It's awesome. Maybe I just did a little bit too much of it. Well, now I have a business and I do way, way, way less cooking. And I want to start by giving my husband, Heathcliff, a giant shout out. He grew up in a family that had two to three hour meals regularly. No, it was not in Europe at the time. Actually, it was in Philadelphia when he was visiting his grandparents. These meals went on and on. They had courses and they were amazing. I had the pleasure of sitting through a few of these meals and they were just magnificent. I have not really quite been able to replicate that. I, on the other hand, grew up on a farm where mealtime went fast because you needed to get back outside to work. 
<laughs> so we've had a fun time mixing those two patterns and trying to teach our kids to meet somewhere in the middle. Well, so my husband grew up like that. He also spent a lot of his years in Switzerland where he learned to love Swiss fondue and Swiss raclette. Fondue, I'm sure you know what it is. It's cheese in a fondue pot and you dip the delicious um, Italian bread in it. And then raclette, it is a potato and cheese dish. Raclette is a, what I consider a kind of stinky cheese from Switzerland. My husband says it's not that bad. He says Limburger is much cheesier and stinkier. Well, anyway, you cook some potatoes and then you kind of mash them up and you have this little funny kind of oven in the middle of the table and you each get a little tray where you put your cheese on and you slide it under this hot, hot little oven right in the middle of the table and you melt your cheese until it's bubbly and golden and then you slide it off with a wooden spatula onto your potato. Well, our kids love this meal. They won't eat the stinky raclette cheese, but they will do it with mozzarella. <laughs> so my husband will cut up all the potatoes and the cheeses and he'll add things like pickles and tomatoes and prosciutto ham and, and prosciutto and we put it all together and it's delicious. So that's another successful meal for us that my husband brought to the plan. Okay, fast forward to the present. Now we have six kids ranging in age from 17 down to almost five and we do okay. Everyone can pretty much handle vegetables and salad and meat. It's funny, my 13-year-old Silas, he will not eat orange things. <laughs> I mean, orange powders. So the powder on Doritos or the orange powder on Cheetos, he won't eat that. He also hates marinara sauce. He'll eat it on pizza. But when we're having spaghetti, he has spaghetti with just meat on top. We have to keep the meat and the sauce separate. <laughs> so we have these funny little kind of uh, quirks that we work around, but not so much. We don't cook more than one meal and they get what they get and they don't throw a fit. Love that quote. So we have experimented with paleo on and off. My husband thinks sometimes that's too much meat and I think I agree. We're shifting more into maybe slightly more vegetarian with plenty of protein and some meat and fish, especially chicken and fish, but um, not so meat heavy. It just stays in your digestion too long. I'm not sure what I think. I've tried both. And, you know, as long as you're really having a lot of vegetables, I feel like you feel pretty good. So we experiment with that. But mostly at a dinner, it looks like this. My husband comes home <laughs> and I had every intention of making a great meal that day. But usually I'm editing a podcast or driving a child to the dentist or cleaning something up, or I do run a lot of errands throughout the day because he works further from home than I do. And so he will make a salad and his homemade dressing. And I've shared this before, but it's essentially a fourth a cup of vinegar, a fourth a cup of light olive oil, and a bit of salt and a bit of garlic to taste. And it's really good. It's a European style dressing that he grew up with, and I love it. So he'll put that on the table. He'll add probably two or three veggies. He loves to fry potatoes and then he'll have some kind of meat. So it's easy. The kids can pick and choose what they want and we always make sure they have to take at least one of the vegetables. That's our go-to. Now we have other meals we like, casseroles like shepherd's pie or chicken pot pie. All of those, however, seem to be on the longer side of cooking. And who has an hour to cook? We don't usually. <laughs> Once a week, we'll pull one of those off and we'll go into the longer prep. 
pizza. That's another one we like to make. So that's what our meals look like. What about snacks? You know, it's whatever's around. Sometimes we just use our leftovers as the snacks, carrots and hummus, string cheese, apples and almond butter. Really simple. When we are road tripping, what do we do? Salad for me, burgers for the family, really simple. Or we have pre-made sandwiches from home, string cheese and other snacks in the car. Breakfast. Okay, we kind of rock the breakfast at least once a week. (laughs) Almost every Saturday, my husband makes waffles, bacon and sausage, eggs, and my kids love it. They love it, love it, love it. I'm not a huge waffle fan and I don't love all those carbs, but I'll go for the eggs. But sometimes when I'm feeling special, sometimes on Sunday mornings, I will make puffy pancakes. It's an egg and flour combo, and you can even make it with almond flour if you want to stay away from the higher glycemic index carbs. And you cook this flour and egg mixture in butter in a glass pan. It's really amazing. Google puffy pancakes, and it's delicious. I serve them with berries and everyone loves them. Another fun one is crepes with Nutella. I know Nutella is bad, but crepes are so yummy. Okay, lunch. I'm not too amazing. Sandwiches, quesadillas, fruit. Sometimes they'll go for cereal. I try to always say, have a fruit or vegetable and a protein with every meal and you're doing better. Now my oldest, he's experimented a lot with paleo and he he will really experiment. Usually if he's going to cook, he'll you know, microwave or bake up a sweet potato and chop it up and he'll find a protein. And often that's a can of tuna. So he will saute sweet potatoes and tuna in a frying pan and then he'll add any kind of flavor he feels like, soy sauce or cumin or anything else. And maybe he'll throw in some rice or some eggs and he loves that. If he cooks it, he thinks it's amazing. And the rest of us walk by and kind of wrinkle our noses. So that's something my oldest has been doing. Everyone knows how to make oatmeal cookies. Everyone knows how to find the food in our house. And one weird thing, if I leave sugar, brown sugar or white sugar in our kitchen, the kids will open it and take out a spoonful. So sometimes I'll find sugar all over the inside of the cabinets and all over the kitchen floor. So we have to hide our sugar. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what to do about it. I try not to make a big deal about it. I guess that would suggest we need more sweets around, but we really try not to have those around. Certainly not the baked goods anymore. So anyway, shopping. Where do we like to grocery shop? We love Aldi. It has that German connection. A lot of their foods don't have preservatives and artificial flavors and colors. So we love that. And we also shop at a local store named Woodman's. Woodman's is huge. You cannot shop there without being there at least an hour. And lately, we've been doing the online shopping at Woodman's, having it delivered, which we love. Well, that's a little bit about how the Fridays eat. I hope you were excited to be a fly on the wall. As you'll see, we have some work to do. And I want to share the goals we have as a family for going forward. Number one, I want to slow it down when we're eating together. Well, let's back it up. Number one, I want to sit down as a family more and more often, make sure that's really a habit. And then to slow it down, ideally we'll be at the table all together for at least 20 minutes. Also, I'm working to plan my meals better. Sunday is now my official food prep day. I try to roast up some sweet potatoes and veggies. I try to have my homemade salad dressing done. I like to make a homemade mayonnaise. I like to hard boil some eggs. I just make sure I have things ready to go so that I can make those healthier choices. 
For most days, I like to have a salad at lunch and my girls seem to follow. For some reason, the boys don't love salad as much. I don't know what that is, but my husband loves it. So it's not like they've had gender specific modeling going on. So that's a little taste from the Rite Aid Kitchen, a place of chaos, but love and as much healthy food as we can get. But practically speaking, we still have some work to do. Thank you so much for listening to this random, but kind of interesting happy bit, I hope. And I will see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.genride.com. 